What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? Hey ladies and gents, this is your girl Brianna Javon with What's Good Podcast Season 4, and we are excited to have another episode today. Um, as you guys know, we are still in the retail industry, and I do have a guest today. Derek Turner, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm doing good, yeah. So exciting. And as you guys know, we don't have interviews. Instead, we have genuine conversations. So let's get into it. We always start off with an icebreaker. So your icebreaker is, what do you do on a daily basis to grow as a person and entrepreneur? Ooh, okay. Was that tough? It was tough. (laughs) (laughs) To grow as a person, as a... And as an entrepreneur, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a big dry erase board that I use, and right now that's kind of my bread and butter mm-hmm. uh, because my mind can be in a million different places. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I write on that that board a to do list to make sure if nothing else I accomplish, you know, let's say five things on it, mm-hmm. and I have like a monthly and a daily. I guess you could say it's like somebody's planner. Mm-hmm. But it's on the dry erase board for me. So uh, I think that's the, and the other than that, I just try to um, do something in the business every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They mean like researching, reading. Right. Okay. I probably should uh, be more specific in it. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest as of right now, I just make sure I'm doing something mm-hmm. towards the business. Nice. Uh, it's real wide right now, but mm-hmm. you know, I may tighten up on it. <laughs> One day. <laughs> yeah, right now it's just <laughs> something. And that's a lot to be done, you know, as far mm-hmm. as the the accounts and, you know, how you're going to promote it, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So, Because we're going to get into that. You have your hands in a lot. Probably too much to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to narrow it. I'm trying to narrow it down, yes. Because we are definitely going to get into it. <laughs> yes, so with right. that being stated, now we're going to get into our genuine conversation. Okay. We usually started off with who is the guest of the day, right? Okay. So for you, who is Derek? Derek Turner. The who Derek Turner Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who am I? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, like my background? Just how whatever that means to you. If you want to talk about your biz, pitch your business, if you want to, okay. you know, okay. pertain to yourself. Okay. Uh, I am probably a super creative. Um, I can agree. And just a lover of like creative things and art, um, and that can it can be a variety of things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I love film. I haven't been doing much film uh, mm-hmm. per se, but I'm a like a movie buff. Um, um, just love art, and and now I'm at the point where because I have my hands so many things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new exciting task is how to link them all together that, to kind of cross promote. You know what I mean? Yes. So you take somebody like Donald Glover, right? Mm-hmm. I love Donald Glover because it's like uh, if you saw Guava Island with him and uh, Rihanna, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. I did. he infused his music. He did. He probably wrote the script. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Production. And the thing is, if you could do it and it's still dope, mm-hmm. it's not cheesy mm-hmm. or forced. To me, that's like the ultimate. Guava Island to me was like, oh, like you just don't get no better than that, bro. Your yeah. music in here, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 we got Rihanna, so it's good acting. Mm-hmm. It had a message, mm-hmm. so that's that's where I'm at with all the things I do. Like, 
how can I have it where let's say if it's the Derek Turner show, that music in the beginning. Mm-hmm. What if that could be me? Yeah, or somebody I know, and then what? Because you get royalties off of that too, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then what I'm wearing, of course, prep district. So mm-hmm. uh, I guess you could just say I'm a probably a dreamer. Is honestly what I am mm-hmm. <laughs> at the base core of it. Yeah, just a dude with ideas, and then I've been fortunate with resources, so mm-hmm. they kind of back me in the car, like, okay, you got to do this because you can. Right, mm-hmm. you have the ability to do so. Right, some mm-hmm. people would have. Uh, to outsource for some of the things that I have in house, mm-hmm. so that'll push me. It's like sometimes it's just be why not? Because uh, I'm jealous. <laughs> I told you before you press play that <laughs> <laughs> you have it going on. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm, you I'm do, you do. <laughs> you have it going on, and so I want to ask you as far as like the inspiration of your creativity. Do you have family members that you just grew up and saw being entrepreneurs and creative? So I know your uncle plays the saxophone, right? Yes, yes. And so is there other family members that you grew up in the household just saw entrepreneurship, saw creativeness, saw anything that just helps you help mold who you are today? You know what? Uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to keep it simple. I, I could be complicated sometimes. <laughs> uh, I'm an only child, so not in the household, okay. but I do have a large family. And yeah, as time passed by, I realized they all have been entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Uh, The uncle, career musician, Mm -hmm. he owned a swap shop in South Dallas uh, Mm. for a lot of years. And then my uncle that passed owned um, ACOC Tire and Wheel uh, on Fort Worth Avenue, somewhere in Oakland, or West Dallas. Mm -hmm. Then I had an uncle that owned a a video store Mm. in the Blockbuster Bay. Shut up. And I, I didn't think about it. You know, I just got to a point where I was in corporate America. And I was like, this ain't it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do this. And I had it. And you think you're crazy when you have that, you know, entrepreneur uh, desire. You're like, uh. Mm-hmm. And then when I sat back and thought about it, like, oh, this is actually low key kind of in my blood probably. Yeah. So. Plain and seeds. Right. So not directly in the household. Mm-hmm. Well, I take that back. My step, uh, my stepfather was a photographer. So, yeah. Mm. You don't think about it. I just. Did he show you some tricks? Uh, no, mm-hmm. only because he did it when it was, um, before it was digital. Gotcha. So you had to be in the light room and mm-hmm. developing. Mm-hmm. So I would say unconsciously he did because I remember seeing him, mm-hmm. but he didn't know I was going to be in the business. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got it and he was far removed from it. You know what I, mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, did he sit you down? Like, did you ever have conversations with him about it? I should have. A- <laughs> I should have, but I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, no, mm-hmm. he. I mean, he would tell me little stuff. Yeah, as far as like uh, be firm on my pricing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, and I probably should have mm-hmm. did that. He should have did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you like you mentioned, you have so many connections. I'm yes. sure that you learned along the way. Oh, absolutely. So what did that look like for you? Just you know, getting better each and every day. Oh, man. Um, well, this is a tidbit that any entrepreneur could take away. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> I dove out there uh, mm-hmm. because my specific <laughs> thing is I've always known a lot of people, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, from high school, college, and living in different states. Mm-hmm. And so I had the network before I had the knowledge, mm-hmm. which is good and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
the way I got into, I guess this is a double uh, answer, but it's the way okay. I got into media and stuff is uh, I do music and we need a video shot. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Louie, my business partner. Shout out to Louie. Shout out to Louie. Before Louis. he get mad at me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out <laughs> he, uh, He's a tech guy. And so he got a camera and shot some with it. And I saw it. And I was like, you did this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's like, yeah. He, he real cold. I said, you did this with mm -hmm. this camera. And he's like, yeah. And so I copped the camera. Mm -hmm. uh, like on some weird stuff, he ended up needing to pawn the camera or something. So I got it. We kind of hit the ground running. And then, again, because my network, I do have a strong network. They saw me with the camera on. I shot one thing and posted it. Mm. Then it became phone calls. Wow. That's literally it. I haven't done any big marketing. The most marketing I do is posting a shoot, mm -hmm. but I haven't done any, you know, direct campaign ads, nothing. That's crazy. <laughs> nothing. That's I mean, I feel like that's a great takeaway, like you mentioned, as far as the tidbit, because so many people want to use social media just for marketing. Right. And it could be other ways. Like it sounds for you, word of mouth. Yes. They saw that you were working, and that goes back to just being consistent in your craft. Because you yes. would just take pictures and Hey, you know, this is me behind the scenes. Y'all know I'm busy. Just reach right. out. Yes. I think I learned some somewhere along the way that documenting the process sometimes is better than showing the finished product. Mm. People seeing you in the act of whatever you're doing, mm -hmm. it clicks with them. It resonates with them. They're like, okay, he shoots. And so that's what I would do. I'd be, boom, behind the scenes. It's us. And the calls will come. I'm just now at the point where I'm like, okay, let's do some intentional marketing so mm -hmm. that we can get the exact type of client that we want. So what does that look like after, you know, the beginning stages, mm -hmm. you just working, working, working at this point, now you got so many people reaching out to you and now it's like, okay, I know what my perfect customer looks like. What does that look like to just scale that and say, okay, this is my target market. Um, It's, it's a task because and this is the, the pros and cons. When you dive out there and just shoot everything, mm -hmm. you know, you'll learn along the way what you don't want to shoot anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we've, we've been at funerals. Mm -hmm. We've been at all different types of things where you'd be like, oh, I don't want to really be here. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just like, okay, well, what what do I enjoy doing? I guess the uh, professional term would be what is our niche? Or is it niche? It is. I haven't pronounced it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, it's... It's easy in a sense because we've shot so much stuff that we know we don't want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. But it, but honestly, it's hard to turn down the the network mm -hmm. because I can be like, okay, well, right now we're just shooting business commercials. Mm -hmm. If I get a phone call, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to. And they have the right money. Uh you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, <laughs> I, I, I will say I have gotten to that level mm -hmm. where I can just be like, nah, we're not doing that no more. Mm -hmm. I've never done that. I've, I can't, I may price somebody out the game. <laughs> supposed to say that <laughs> it's all good I'm getting this wrong yeah, uh, but I don't know if I've ever told anybody no mm -hmm. uh, I hadn't really had to mm -hmm. it just be kind of working out I guess I'm really blessed I need to probably be more thankful the gratitude I, yeah, I need to be more. <laughs> because if I don't really want to shoot it seems like other stuff would come up to where mm -hmm. I can honestly say I can't okay. versus I, I can't think of any time I've been like no and then if I don't want to build, I just pass it to Louis. Yes, it is. Louis, you want to shoot that. this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
depending on where we at, depending on what our money looking like at that time. I want to know how did this business partner, how did this partnership come together? Oh, <laughs> a lot of people ask that too. Surprisingly, we shoot. They be like, "Y'all been knowing each other?" You can tell even when I first met y'all. <laughs> you said Dr. That. Patrice. I'm like, you did say that. Um, I know. So, so low key, Louis is the man. Low key. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're from, if you're a Dallas native. It used to be a record label called Grifter Records. Okay. I don't know, I don't know how old you are. I, don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard. Let me confirm. I have not heard of it. You ever heard of it? But okay. the fact is, is that he was a part of a record label? Yes, uh, in a major way. So it's legit. See, this is bad. Well, I mean, look, it's unscripted. I'm going to tell you. So I would almost say it's comparable to uh, what BMF was in uh, Atlanta. Yes, I know exactly who that is. Big Meat. Yes. Uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So they were kind of like the Dallas BMF. Nice. In my opinion, that's just the best comparison. I don't know if they like that comparison. Whatever. That's the comparison. He was a part of that. Mm-hmm. And they were moving. You know what I'm saying? So they kind of got the element where they moving in big way. They had a Hummer. Uh, and he was, he was a DJ. So I met him because my cousin, uh, Pat, was doing music. Mm-hmm. And I, want, I was going to uh, do a mixtape. Okay. And so he told me about, uh, he was going by DJ Black Ass Wayne at the time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's DJ Panda <laughs> This is great. This is so great. It's a hell of a story. So, mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, where are you at? He, I think I heard some. Uh, he did a beat for my cousin. I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, where are you at? He was like, oh, he uh, in South Dallas. Well, I'm from South Dallas. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was living in Plano. Okay. So I was like, bet, that's even better. I can go back to my roots. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they had a studio behind Blackjack Peace in South Dallas. Okay. So I go up there. At this time, I'm I'm super preppy, right? Okay. That's, that's where the name comes from. Pre- okay, because we're going to get to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. before I uh, gained so much weight, <laughs> I used to always... Walk around like Carlton Banks type preppy. With sweat, okay. Yeah, I can coat. see that, especially with this color hat you got yes. on. Uh-huh. <laughs> that used to be me. So I go in there and it's like uh it's it's really refreshing for me, but I know they probably was looking at me like, who is this? You know what I'm saying? Because I'm in the middle of South Dallas and I'm preppy, but all I can do is be me. Long dreads. Did you have the long dreads then? No. Okay. No, I didn't. I don't think I had I had a low cut. Okay. That's how long I met Louis probably. I was working at Bank of America, so this might have been 08. Y'all go back that far? Yeah. Yeah, let me see. Was that oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. so so I look, I'm going to try to condense the story because it is long. So I go in there, and I don't know what to expect, but in all honesty, this, this is my a takeaway too. Mm-hmm. I had been wanting to do music so much that I just was at that point where I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I didn't care how I was received. I didn't fit the bill. This is pre- Kanye, right? Mm-hmm. So Kanye kind of opened the door for you to be a rapper but not be gangster. That's true. Backpack rapper. Mm-hmm. This is before that. Mm-hmm. This is even before Drake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not mistaken. So I go in there and I got a list, a tablet like this mm-hmm. of uh, what I want to do. And we knock it out because I've been practicing. Mm-hmm. You ready. And you came I, ready to work. I did. Mm-hmm. I ain't know how, and he's he's used to rappers, I guess, either freestyling in the studio or messing up. Mm-hmm. So it was refreshing. Mm-hmm. So we kind of hit it off because he like, it was ready, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We got we knock out the mixtape. I love it. He mixed it up just like perfectly. I'm talking about drops and running the songs into into yeah. each other. So we just yeah. kind of built the rapport. Mm-hmm. I did two more mixtapes with him, mm-hmm. and then through just music, we start uh, realizing we had a lot of commonalities. Okay, he was in the band 
Maceo. Okay. I was in the band at Lincoln. He was a drum major. I was almost drum major. I tried. <laughs> didn't make it. Didn't finish. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, and just, yeah, just start kind of hanging tough. And, uh, you know, you learn more and more. Mm-hmm. You know, then life happened. I had my first son. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was a father, so I always pulled most of all my friends were most of them was fathers before me. Oh, wow. So I pulled a lot of you know knowledge from them. It just mm-hmm. it just got cooler and cooler. Then we started this business, uh, Cool Coalition Media. When mm-hmm. we started, I want to say maybe twenty thirteen mm-hmm. or fourteen. Or something like that. Wow, it's been here for a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's but this has been a most interesting year this year and last year because with the pandemic you got to tighten up your business <laughs> you know we've been doing business mm-hmm. but we haven't had our everything in order mm-hmm. i'm not ashamed to say that you know what was one thing before we get into prep district what was one thing that you did learn as far as tightening up your business what did that actually mean to you for me i left a lot of money on the table uh not having my business tightened up because mm-hmm. as we're aware, PPP is a big thing right now. Yeah. A lot of people got it and misused it mm-hmm. or whatever. But when you've been doing business, you know, legitimately, I could have used that. Mm-hmm. I, and it wouldn't have been no problem. Like some people probably are hustling to figure out what to do with it. Oh no, I we would have had I had a list. Mm-hmm. You know, but I didn't have everything in place. I didn't I wasn't keeping up with our numbers to where I could mm-hmm. produce that. I ain't trying to get in no trouble with the feds. Right, right, right. So I just, so we hadn't been able to really take advantage of, of the loans and the provisions that they've uh, set out for small business owners. Mm. Uh, and that's been a hard lesson, a valuable lesson, mm-hmm. but a hard one. Like, oh, we could have used 20000 <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. equipment alone, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I'm saying? But, I know, I know. But um, it helped uh, with prep district. Mm-hmm. Because I've already started off better than I did the other businesses mm-hmm. because of the many mistakes I made. Okay. And as far as me going back to your uh, one of your other, that's I'm I'm a trial and error type guy. I mean, okay. I'm trying to be less of that as I get older. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think there's I think there's always room to learn. Right. Let me say that. But I've learned so much from uh, making a whole bunch of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, you look up and years pass by, and you be like, Dang, I do know something. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You, know, you sit back. You know nothing else. You know what not to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. That's good. <laughs> yeah, for That'd real. Good. So. Okay, so now we've talked about film. We've talked about um, rapper, singer, the mixtapes. Oh, uh, mostly rap. Pink but you singer. can sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's debatable. <laughs> Depending on what day it is. What song it is. <laughs> <laughs> what I did that morning or something like that. I'm not just a so we have an artist like I mentioned before I, I gave him a disclaimer before we press play and I'm giving y'all a disclaimer now he has so much like he has his hands in okay. so now we're here as far as retail prep district through everything that she's done how did you get to prep district prep district man look and I am passionate about it um uh, my business partner, uh, Louis, again, look, mm-hmm. we're talking a lot about him. Uh, he got his hands in a lot. He has a lot of talents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so fashion is something that I've always secretly loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I think if you're from Dallas and go to the schools I went to, it's just, it's, <laughs> I mean, you could not be a part of it, but it's just, it's there right. in front of you. Mm-hmm. And so when he was doing his, I was just kind of looking like, hmm. And I did, and to be honest with you, I didn't want to jump in at first mm-hmm. because, you know, as a black person, sometimes you had it like, well, my partner doing it. Well, I'm going to get in the business. Right. I'm more, I could more so help him with his. Mm-hmm. But it was, it wouldn't, it wouldn't get off of me. It's kind of, I got bit by the fashion bug. Right? Mm-hmm. So I, I'll never forget, I told them, and this probably would be helpful to somebody just for his following through through your vision. Mm-hmm. I was sitting with uh, Louie and my friend, she does yoga with Buzz Brews, and I said, I'm going to do a sweater line. And they were like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to do a sweater line and I'm going to just wear it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. Like you gotta do marketing. You gotta like, no, no, no. I'm gonna do this. This is gonna be dope. I'm gonna wear it. And somebody's gonna be like, where you get that from? Mm-hmm. That's how I'm gonna do my. It's kind of like what? That was probably years ago. Uh, but I do think that's still smart though. Because if you not gonna, if you don't wear it, then and that's my. You gotta start somewhere. That's literally my motto now. And I, like I said, when you've been doing business, you, you of course you want to have a consumer in mind. Mm-hmm. But because this is a passion business, it's less of the consumer in mind. Mm-hmm. It's more so like if I were worried, mm-hmm. we pushing with it, mm-hmm. uh, and it, I, and it's been well received mm-hmm. that way. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, but when did I get the idea? When did I get? I, I was a fan. <laughs> this is funny. I was a fan of, of Carlton, right, mm-hmm. and of Scott Disick. Yes, Kim, uh, the Kardashian. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So before before he kind of switched over to the look he got now, uh, we know with the beard. And stuff, he was real prepping. He stayed like it was like, bro, like yeah. who are you? Why uh-huh. are you fresh every day? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, like, sunglasses, like, little button ups. Yes. Like, he was just stay fresh, and so uh, I can't remember when I got prep district. I can tell you when. I first like launched the site and moved forward with it. Okay. Um, but I don't know where the name came up, but I, I oh, no, it might have been in DC. I think I was living in DC. That makes sense for district. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I just was like prep it hit, you know, and then I got scared because I was like, that's a catchy name. It really <laughs> like, is. Like somebody's gonna be like, nah. So I bought the domain ASAP, right? Mm-hmm. I probably sat on a domain a year or two. Mm-hmm. Long story short, it was when I was living in Korea. I met a guy that had his clothing line. And to keep the show story short, he was so passionate. Mm. I don't know if you, if you ever meet somebody and they just like 200. It's mm-hmm. like, it ain't no playing A or B. This is it. Yep. And he was so blazed on fire and gave me such a wealth of knowledge that when I left away from that conversation, I was like, the least I can do is do like one of those uh, print on demand True. sites. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm not going to be lazy. I did that in Korea. Mm-hmm. I uh, think I bought the domain, I created the email, did a print full to where I just like, boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Oh, okay. I got I to scale back. In D.C., when I thought of the idea, I, uh, my cousin, again, I'm very fortunate. My cousin was like, he loved it. Mm-hmm. So he went to Upwork and got somebody to do a logo for me. Nice. Okay. And that's where the logo came. came okay. From. And where Scott Disney comes into play. I don't know if I should say this, but it's just the truth. <laughs> I took a picture of Scott Dizzy, cropped his head off. <laughs> I think it was him. I might get sued if he's. <laughs> but this would be a good problem to have. If it wasn't him, it was some other white man. <laughs> I cropped his head off, 
And all I need, all I wanted was that uh sweat. All I wanted was that uh the part where you see the sweater okay. tied around his neck. And so <laughs> yeah. I don't know how deep you've looked into my logo, but if you mm-hmm. look, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just because I didn't want to associate it with nobody's face. Just mm-hmm. when you see that sweater, you know, oh, okay, it's some preppy shit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yes. So no, it's, it's it's already out there. No, I'm just oh. kidding. no you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> but he did that. He did the logo for me. So I had that. And that's mm-hmm. a testament to my procrastination because I sat on that probably for a year. Then okay. I went to Korea in 2019. Mm-hmm. I did that. And then um, because of uh, mental things in Korea, mm-hmm. basically it was a relationship that I thought was going to work. Didn't work. Mm-hmm. I came back home with like a new boldness. Mm, and truthfully, you hungry? I, well, this is probably, maybe a psychologist would understand this. You, I mean, you probably, anybody probably will, but when you, sometimes in your life, if you have a huge letdown, let's say if it's your biggest life letdown, mm. then the part of you feel like you have nothing else to lose. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's probably a weird way to pour inspiration. But that was a big loss for me because I thought I was gonna have like my little family, mm-hmm. and the other party just wasn't really with that. And so when I came back, it was like, well, sh- you know, what do I have any reservations or hesitation about mm-hmm. doing? Because the only hesitation I may would have had is maybe, if, you know, she wasn't with it or something. Right. But you take that out the table. It's like, well, sh- I ain't got nothing but you know, got nothing to lose, and so. I came home and that's why I did the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knocked that out. And then uh, when we got into our office, I got a closer look at him making stuff. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. And I started making mine. And I just kind of like the subtle. I mean, they're probably trademarking that simple, subtle, and sophisticated. That's like my little like motto. Mm-hmm. Just keep it, you know what I mean? Because that's in the bio. Is it? I think so. I thought I saw that somewhere. Yes, it is. Okay. I got to revamp all this stuff. Forgive uh, me. <laughs> but yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's been my little journey. And then, uh, oh, and then I'm from South Dallas. And so I got inspired. That's the funny thing about, about this. It's like a baby. Like, uh, when you can do something and your livelihood is not dependent on it, mm-hmm. you do it with a different... Uh, he moved different with us. Nipsey kind of said something about it. He was like, he, in so many words, he quit letting music be the main moneymaker because mm-hmm. he wanted to be able to do it from that passion. Because mm-hmm. you know? when you, if it's your livelihood, you can get mad at somebody quick. Like, that is true. If they're trying to talk you down on the price, mm-hmm. you know, but when you're doing it just because you thought this would be fly. Yeah. It's like, what know? else? Where's the substance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so that's, I think my fascination with it is, uh, Again, if you're from Dallas, shopping is part of your DNA, maybe. Uh, and so it's just like, I don't have to go. I can literally create mm-hmm. something to match something. Though. That is true. And I ain't going to lie, it's a therapeutic. It is. I don't know why other clothing designers do what they do, but <laughs> I do it for the therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, I don't know, I like fly clothes. It's simple, mm-hmm. staple pieces. You know what I mean? So. I love it. Thank you, thank you. So, Winnie, because we already talked about the logo, mm-hmm. let's talk about, because I know you mentioned that it's kind of like a go with the flow situation. Like, I'm going to wear it, and then if they say, okay, where you get that shirt from? It's mine, by the way, you know? <laughs> so today, 
what does that marketing look like? Because you make it and you put money into it. And of course mm-hmm. you want money to come back. Yes. So what does that strategy look like? It's tight. It's tightening up. Uh, I'm excited about it too. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, it's tightening up. Uh, I mean, well, let me just give you my exact thought. My thought now is to, I want to see what it'll do overseas. Oh, because, yeah. I mean, it did happen as far as, like, that burning fire happened overseas. It did. And mm. one thing I noticed over there, they are very addicted to our culture. Yes, over they there. are. And, 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 and living somewhere outside of the United States will really give you a different perspective. Because you're like, okay, people, no matter what you're doing, you, you know, you got to get your target audience. But I think if you're from America, you're usually trying to get that audience in your city or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. But you live somewhere else and you're like, my audience may not even have to be mm-hmm. in America. You know what I mean? That's so um, I want to get like a beanie popping overseas. Ooh. A beanie or some dad hats like this. Mm-hmm. And then um, the sweater has always been my ultimate goal. Because that's what it started off as far yeah. as the idea. Everything else is, anything else that people see, it's because I'm in there and I'm like, ooh, this might be fly. Uh, mm-hmm. But the sweater is... Number you know, one. Some people want to do baby club. I need a sweater. <laughs> I need a fly. Like knit um, sweater? Maybe. Um, eventually, and I feel like I'm telling too much, but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, you know, it's an exclusive, but you're going to tell you. Hey, thank you so much. <laughs> Never heard before. <laughs> I want to do an all-purpose cardigan. Oh. Yeah, to where you can be, where it can double as dressy or you know you put on some i guess some jordan ones or whatever but i, I want to do a fly it. cardigan so that's the thing and then the sweater when you think the sweater that i want to do uh think of ralph lauren mm-hmm. that ain't a lot. that's my that's my guy mm-hmm. you know what I mean? uh i want it to be able to be on the rack next to the teddy you know what i mean that, that, we, that so we're gonna much. pay what 295 but here's the thing as a person who's been a consumer of polo It'd be worth it, mm-hmm. you know. It's not shrinking the next wash. You know what I mean? You, if you send Quality. your, you mess around, send it to the cleaners, mm-hmm. or don't dry it. I've had polos for years, yeah. And so I wanna, I wanna do that. Uh, sweater and a cardigan, then everything else comes. It'll be a bonus. That is so good. Those so are, are you things. revamping now, or is that something like quarterly or next year or? No. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry to answer your question specifically. Uh, no, now the marketing is getting more intentional, mm-hmm. and basically, I want to own the winner. <laughs> yeah, I want to own. And that's funny the because winner. I always tell my like my circle, we own the winner. That's been my thing, like for five winners. <laughs> <laughs> I like the winner time, and so I like. So Drake got the summer, and you got the winner. That's what I. Can- <laughs> I be wanting to really. Hey, this is a testament to entrepreneurs too. Sometimes you got to keep saying it. <laughs> Until it happened, until it manifested. It's always say we own the winner. And what I mean by that is I be wanting to release music as soon as that winner Mm comes. Now it's closed, now Mm -hmm. it's film, just blitz towards like you just see so much, you know, of my creative expression. But Mm -hmm. the marketing is getting way more intentional now. Okay. Because, uh, oh, I'm going to ask you a point. I came up with the 75215 shirt uh, to pay homage to where I'm from, South Dallas. And it took off. Mm-hmm. It took off. Uh, put me in a weird position because I didn't really want to get known for T-shirts. Mm-hmm. But uh, I said, let me not overthink it mm-hmm. because this can fund what I'm really trying to get to. 
makes sense. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. a lesson too. Sometimes you can be your own worst critic and overthink the hell out of stuff. And it's just like, man, some stuff doesn't apply if you're not gonna quit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of times mm-hmm. some people will move like this is my golden whatever. But when it's a passion project or you pretty like treat it like a child, you're not gonna stop nourishing your child. That is true. You see what I'm saying? That so you don't true. have to bank everything on this whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. I, and I had to literally just be like, bro, you do what you want to do. Like, I, you know, I was scared I was going to get typecast, so to speak. Like, oh, you do T-shirts. Mm-hmm. You know? But again, uh, I'm not even focusing on necessarily local uh, target audience. You said overseas, didn't you? Yeah. So they I can like be, mad. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so far, so good. I, I, the clothing business, I ain't got no complaints. So I've made good. strides like just... I think people probably would want my hand. You know what I mean? Especially, I haven't did so any intentional good. marketing. Mm-hmm. Just word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And that works. Yeah. I think it's so important to say that because I know I've been preaching that. But to actually have an example, yeah. that means so much because Instagram shuts down, what, every quarter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. sue me. Don't yeah. sue me. But that's just being the honest truth. It shut down every quarter. So when that shuts down, what else are you going to do to talk to your audience? Right. Do you have an email list? Are you still advertising? Are you advertising through a radio station? Plug. I am putting a plug out there. <laughs> um, like, what are you doing else to continue to grow within your business? So I just right. thank you so much for saying that because word of mouth is an option. Absolutely. And it works. Absolutely. I'll give you another a jewel exclusively. Mm-hmm. Drop them. Drop them. Um my theory, even with uh, the media, uh, <laughs> I named it the quick therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Theory. And I'm basing it from uh, quick from coming to America. Okay. 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 <laughs> it's the point where Richard Pryor say, man, you can't kill everybody or something like that. And he look at him and he say, it's not how many people you shoot, it's who you shoot. Wait, are you talking about Harlem Nights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did I say come to America? Yes, you did. Harlem Nights. Please correct me. I want movie buffs out there. Don't beat me up. <laughs> Harlem Nights. That was so profound to me. But I knew what she was talking about. Yes. <laughs> so what I do is, uh, and this is a lesson mm-hmm. that I have to constantly learn because I'm a nice guy, so I like to put my merchandise on people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to sell, you got to make money. But I put it on influential people. Mm-hmm. If I if I think you if for first and foremost if I think you're gonna look good in it or you know what I'm saying I'll just value you as a person mm-hmm. and I'm gonna give you some. Oh, that means a lot to me because I got a <laughs> shirt today. <laughs> Straight up, right? but also you put it in people's hands. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like because nothing like you said beats an organic relationship. Yes. You know what I mean? I could solicit you, or I could be like, check that out. Mm-hmm. Let me know how they fit. Mm-hmm. You know, let mm-hmm. me know you got something to work with that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, more often than not, that's turned to another sale. And then people are like, bro, this kind of I had one she's like, this fits really well. Uh she's like, I like this, you know, better. I appreciate it. You know, and that's mm-hmm. feedback I needed. So mm-hmm. so you got, I guess that's market research in a sense mm-hmm. to see how people feel about it. But that's so good. But you gotta put it out there. Yeah, but I but I but I literally use that Eddie Murphy. Because <laughs> if I get it in the right people's hands, mm-hmm. you know, that may be more impactful than me trying to sell a million after, you know. I do want to sell a lot, but mm-hmm. I want it to be like. You move on to intention, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Put it in the right people's hands. So. 
and it's been pretty, working out pretty good. So good. Okay, yeah. so now we're going to get into the storytelling portion of the podcast. Okay. So, as you know, we have highs and lows, right? Mm-hmm. With you, what is a moment where you can say, Derek, I did that, <laughs> pat on my back, awesomeness. Explain that moment. That moment would be uh, right, well, it's going to connect right to what I just said. Uh, when you're putting it in people's hands, it's a fear of, okay, are they going to like it? Mm-hmm. They could like it, but are they going to tell somebody else about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and with me being so new to it and every shirt at this point is handmade, like mm-hmm. I'm physically making every shirt. Wow. Yeah. And so sometimes uh, it might be mess ups. I mean, I don't get people mess ups, but just different things, you know, it's the fear of like, man, what are they going to think about the quality of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But me getting it in the right people's hands uh, as far as for the 75215 mm-hmm. shirt. Mm-hmm. People have put their families in it. Oh. Uh, notable people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people that was like ex NBA stars or, uh, nice. or uh, WNBA stuff. People have put it on, mm-hmm. did an official photo shoot. What? Not, not by me. Uh huh. And posted it. And I'd be like, whoa, two people did that. Two people. Uh, in my high school, Lincoln, shout out to Lincoln, best high school in Texas. <laughs> Uh, that network is strong, and so the people good. that did it, it was it, they both from South Dallas, and they went to Lincoln. They did official photo shoots where I'm waking up, being tagged, and I was like, "Whoa, that is legit." You know what I'm saying? That's something I would do. Like, hey, let me do you a photo shoot. Uh huh. But they just thought it was so fly. They did it themselves. That and is that led so to more cool. business. Yeah. So that's why I had to be like, okay, dude, well, you thinking right? Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. people are like, man, don't give, don't give them none of that. Nah, bro, you gotta. It's your community, especially specifically with that collection, mm-hmm. the South Dallas one, because I'm that's why I'm from, I was born in Parkland. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a South Dallas baby, so mm-hmm. uh, it's worked out well. That's the high. That would be my high. Okay. I think. Well, for one, before I move forward, congrats, because that is beautiful. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, that's what happens when you move in intentions. Like yeah. you're being very strategic on how you do things. Yeah. I love that. Yes. So on the other end. What is a loan to where you kind of question if I should move forward, still be an artist in media, film, retail? I mean, the list goes on for everything that you do, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I give to you. Just, um, anything that question yours, like, did you question yourself? And when you did question yourself, how did you push through? Because, like you mentioned, you're still here and you're still moving. Okay. Um, look, let me try not to give you the long answer. Uh, Music jumps out at me. Uh, music, our people and culture uh, don't always appreciate the aging of a quote-unquote rapper or any type of artist. That's a little different if you're an R&B singer that give you a little bit longer mm-hmm. time before they try to cancel you out and say you're Um So I've struggled with that because I still see things from the consumer side. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. oblivious to it. Mm-hmm. So maybe like, oh, you're too old to rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know. Mm-hmm. get a real job don't you think it <laughs> <laughs> but you have to talk to yourself and be like i mean did luther have an age right you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. he was saying to the print side, these mm-hmm. people did it until they couldn't do it anymore. look at charlie wilson right and mm-hmm. so i've so i've told myself um if i feel like i'm still good at it still do it uh and this may be helpful for artists for for music artists um if you got a story to tell 
then you still maybe should do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's a lane for everything. You know, J. Cole has a solid core fan base that may never leave. Mm-hmm. And he's in a in a in a in a lane of just doing what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. You know, so so some so sometimes you can get caught up in who everybody you listen to are the best. But if you just do you, simply put, mm-hmm. man, you know, if you got the resources, if you can do it, if you're not, if you're uh, conscious of what's out there, I think that's good too, so that you won't be out of touch. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But now, as far as music, uh, oh, I guess the last way I describe it is, I look at it as art now. Mm-hmm. When you're younger and you do music, you want to get signed. And mm-hmm. You need the record label for validation. Mm-hmm. Well, when you get my age, mm-hmm. you're so silly. <laughs> You look at it as art mm-hmm. and how can I capture it, do it on the highest level I can do it and capture it. Mm-hmm. Because let's say if I do that and put it on YouTube and never get any view, mm-hmm. but then year five, somebody see it and be like, oh, or if nothing else, if my kids see it, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, damn, daddy was doing it on a yeah. high level. Yeah, so that's I, important. So I got this in my blood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. when you look at it like art and know that art is subjective, I've been to art galleries where it's a bathe, bathing tile with a pink street mm-hmm. and it's ten thousand dollars. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, you, if you view whatever it is that you're doing like art and you know, take off the validate the need for validation for it, mm-hmm. just do it if because you feel it. Right. And that's that's a that's a little bit more liberating than saying, Oh, I'm X age and I didn't make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That'll keep you. You know, doing. I mean, with everything, you got to be smart. You got miles to feed, but uh, my lows have been struggling with that with music. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the clothing line, a lot of times people come with custom orders. Gotcha. And they may not get. Hey, I'm trying to build a brand. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to do the church's t-shirts. Nothing against that. And I have to be smart and say, well, even though I'm not trying to do that, I could do it. Mm-hmm. Then they can fund. Mm-hmm. So that's I was been, just gonna elaborate on that actually. Yeah, that's been the challenge. Uh, but also honestly, too, when you, if you have a super positive outlook, the challenges are just experience uh, opportunities to learn. Mm-hmm. Because even when I've had that, I learned something. If this particular design, uh excuse my shirt been a little uh <laughs> came out of somebody saying, Can you do this? And I was like, in my mind, I'm like, bro, just Pick one of the ones that I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you trying to get me to do different stuff? Right. But when I went to trying to create an idea, I'm like, man, that's kind of fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just something simple. Yeah. Box. But you took that opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He don't know. I, but he don't know that. I was mad at him <laughs> when I was doing it. But then after I pressed it and looked, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. And I ran with it. So mm-hmm. that's been the challenge with the clothing. Um, just learning in so many different ways. Uh the market is saturated, but honestly, I don't even care about that. Right. Because it's, you know, you just got to think of the piece of you that you bring to whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Because they buying from you, not the product necessarily. And that's what I've really learned. Mm-hmm. This is one of the first things I've had that was a physical product to sell. Mm-hmm. And that's been a joy for me, too. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, photos and stuff, that's, I guess you would say, virtual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But this is a physical. So it's just, it's been it's been fun for me. That's so good. Yeah, it's been really fun for me. But uh, I hope I answered your question. You did. The you lows, did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The low with the media was uh, not having my business straight. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, that was like, oh, I mean, we left so much money on the table. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
But now since you got it, what if it's double what you thought you were going to get? But now since you're prepared, you may get it triple, quadruple time because now it's together just wasn't that season for you to receive it. Yes. That's how I have to look at things sometimes. So, yeah. Okay. I missed this. I, I saw this gentleman. It was such a good analogy. He was saying, when you're sitting at a bus stop, right? You know, the bus is coming rotation. So let's say the first bus in this analogy is an opportunity. Okay. You're picking up your stuff and the bus is waiting on you. And then the bus leaves because you're not together at that point. Right. Right. Yeah. And so the next bus come and you just sit there, you, you know, you get a little tired. So you might put your bag down. So it's another opportunity, but it's not the same opportunity because it's a new bus. Right. So the bus comes and now you're trying to pick up that bag that you got tired on. And now you miss that second opportunity. So now you're sitting there. I thought it was so cool when he was saying it. <laughs> so now you're sitting there and there's another bus coming, but now you got your bags and everything and you're just there. So even though you missed those other two opportunities and they all may not have looked the same, mm-hmm. now you're at a point to where you're ready and you're available and you're open to whatever that next opportunity is. Because yeah. since you met you missed those two, you could have went just you could have just went home and was like, I'm done. I wasn't together and I'm just over it at this point, you know, because sitting there outside waiting for opportunities, you can get tired. Yes. You can get restless. You can just at that point have no hope. But sitting there and being ready and getting in preparation for the next opportunity, those two buses were to help you get prepared for what that next opportunity right. is. Because you're already prepared by the time that, yeah. Isn't it good? Yes. I thought that was so awesome when I heard that man say that. He said so That's a little sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was so cool. So now, like, when I miss certain things and I'm like, okay, let me take this as a learning lesson versus being so down on it. So I can just be prepared and come, like, times 10 for that next season in my life, for that next opportunity. So that's what I was telling you, shoot. Now that y'all got y'all business together, that $20,000 could be, like, $75,000 next time around. Yeah, because uh, another thing I've learned along all these journeys, yeah, the more you have done it yourself, the more people are prone to invest mm-hmm. or just contribute. Uh, and we're at that period to where uh, people have been seeing kind of the work that I've been doing mm-hmm. in the prep district. And people will be like, man, I want to invest. So, so it puts you in a different – and um, another thing, too, the show, the Derek Turner show, I mean, like I, I just look, told you, it, it kind of came from, I guess you could say, a heartbreak mm-hmm. to where I pushed it. But um, my mind frame in it, I'm thankful for it because I've low-key wanted to do a talk show, mm-hmm. but I always looked at what I didn't have. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, being put in a certain space again to where you feel like you don't have nothing to lose, mm-hmm. I just viewed it. I was just like, man, look, we're going to do it. Like, I don't care. We're gonna do it. Yeah. And that is that was that was such a learning experience because we're in a time right now where I guess uh people are getting access to networks mm-hmm. via Roku and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had so many people hit me like, bro, your show polished and already ready. So when I get this network, I want mm-hmm. you on stuff that I ain't even really think about. Mm-hmm. I was just moving. And I guess the lesson in that for me was just like completing something. Yeah. You know, I mean, nobody can't take that away from me. Mm-hmm. And and the way I start to look at stuff again at this age is if you want to do it, instead of looking at it like, oh, they won't let me do this or they won't let me in this, just create the platform. That's true. You know, if the worst case scenario, 
you'll learn from it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because if that show don't do nothing, it's out, it's mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. And I, it's almost like a resume builder. Like, mm-hmm. you know, can this guy talk in front of the camera? Look, here's me for 11 seasons. You tell me what you think. You know what I mean? So it's here. So, you know and that's what I admire about your consistency and how you do it. You be like, thank you. you. I'll be like, hey, she be killing. <laughs> she be on it. Like, you got your your days, you saying this, and I'll be like, okay, I need to get on it. I need to get on my stuff. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. I feel like I still have a lot of work to do, but I do receive it. Thank you, you have that. That stru- I feel like you have that structure though. Like you you know what I'm saying? They, I've I've read things about being successful in business and they say having your systems together mm-hmm. and duplicating yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. But when I see what you're doing, mm-hmm. it's that consistency, that structure, even me booking, I'm like, okay, yes, yeah, you're the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> I could use that. I could I could I need to do that. I need to <laughs> not that structure. <laughs> so hats off to you for that for real. <laughs> And with that being stated, I think that's a good transition. What would be one advice? Maybe you received or you seen somebody and you received it and implemented into your business. What is one free advice that you can give somebody that's listening right now? Um, the, the, the consistency. Um, consistency and completion. Mm, that's um, very and, and starting, you know, again, me starting this clothing line, it ain't like I did it. I mean, I started it in uh, 2019. So that's after everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think I heard somebody say, uh, when you think about a market being saturated, you got to look at the bread aisle in Walmart. That is true. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a million different brands. So I think, yeah, to anybody starting out, just remember it's an extension of you. You know what I mean? Your personality, your traits. And that's what's, that's what's going to make it different, even if it's 10 other whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just, uh, I think I had a guy tell me one time, he's like, uh, I don't compare myself to people or something, but I do compete. Oh, yeah, that's good. He told, he told me, I don't know if it was from him or he read it like, partner <laughs> project told me that. Uh, shout he's out like, to the, shout out to project, man. Project also taught me a lot. Uh, this year. So when I'm telling you how to have my numbers right, mm-hmm. he was going to invest. He's like, D, what's your number? What's your number? And I didn't know my numbers as far as what I'm bringing in. Mm-hmm. And he was shocked. And I, the lesson I learned in that, right, mm-hmm. is that you can be moving and you have a perception. Mm-hmm. So people saw me as more organized than what I you know, really am. Now I could do with that what I will, but it made me be like, okay, let me get on my stuff because mm-hmm. I'm viewed as having it together. Mm-hmm. Why not get it together? You know what I mean? No, like, for real. I'm already... That's how I feel. <laughs> like I'm so unorganized. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no, no, no. I really feel like that. That's why I'm just like, yep. In my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> well, that, he, my partner, he, he's he's a rough one. Like, you know, and having good friends and network, people that are successful, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's something that sharpens you up too. And he was like, bro, you, you can do your numbers, bro. Mm-hmm. He was like, because you might do your numbers, you might not even need me or whatever. Because, you know, we just had, it was an investment conversation, mm-hmm. uh, which I was thankful to have. I'm like, Shh. you know, this, some people might never get investors, but I was at least in talks of it. But mm-hmm. And that counts. Yeah. And then when I did do my numbers, I was like, whoa. You know, so takeaways, man, be consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, complete things and document it, you know, however they may look, but 
being on top of your business, you can see your growth. You can gauge your growth. Mm. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can do an analysis and see what's working. It's just, it's to your benefit as a business owner to know, you know, what your numbers and stuff are looking like. And I learned that the hard way. That's good. Though. For real. So. All right. So tell the people, how can they get in touch with you? That's website, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. And what's upcoming for you? Okay. Um, you can follow me on uh, Instagram right now and Facebook. I think I have Prep District up. Uh, but I do have the website mm-hmm. at uh, prepdistrict.com. So you can definitely go there. Bear with me. I'm updating it. Getting it right. It's all me right now. <laughs> it's all working hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and up and coming is the winner. The winner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> You're killing it this winner. I'm gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you because speak it. I'm gonna get this beanie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in talks right now. I want to be like a knit beanie and uh, blue. I'm probably gonna do one color to test it. Yes. And, uh, Pre-order. Put yeah. me down. I love beanies. You love, okay. I love beanies. Oh, I and crew necks. Yes. I see the crew neck queen. The, I love crew necks. Well, these beanies are gone. I'm going to launch it in Sweden. Mm-hmm. I, have, oh. I have a friend in Sweden, and my, my thought process, I'm giving a lot of game away, right? Uh, my thought process is it's more so cold in Sweden. It is. I mean, it may get a little something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I know they get that cold weather. That is so, so cool. So I know her. Uh, and that's. That's another advantage to having a physical product. It can go where you go. Mm-hmm. So because I'm fortunate to have traveled, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna try to always take it with me. You know what I mean? Just kind of put that flag like, mm-hmm. okay, what well, preparation has been to here now? You know what I mean? So I'm gonna try to launch it in Sweden. Try to get down there and make a little pop up. Come on, <laughs> that's, my that's so nice. <laughs> I think you're gonna do it. I, I know got, you're gonna do to, it. Yeah. Like the winter is yours. <laughs> winter, like so, be looking for winter. I'm talking about that first official day of winter. Something is dropping. It'll probably be the sweat. I'm, I'm gonna say the sweat. The cardigan will come when I get more funding. Okay. Uh, but that sweater, I'm almost ninety nine point nine. That's gonna happen. I am so excited for you. Yeah, yeah. Because every time you say that, man, I'm thinking about Drake. Like what? he always said, he owned the summer, and now I'm a, every time I hear Drake say that, I'm like, well, I know somebody that owned the winter. So <laughs> I'm a Drake fan too. <laughs> I am a Drake fan. Man. Yeah. Okay, so we are towards the end of our okay. conversation, and it's called the motivational moment. Okay, I bring either a Bible verse, a quote, anything that just sparks my eye that I see. I bring it on the show. I talk about my thoughts with it, and you share your thoughts. Okay. You ready? Today is, I'm excited about it. It's a Bible verse. Okay. I'm excited. Only reason I'm excited because I have been so fortunate that all my motivational moments tie into the conversation. Okay. Maybe like 98%. So today, I feel like it kind of ties into it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So this comes from Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4. Okay. Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. Mm. So when I read this, um, and I just kept reading it, and then I thought I did a little research on it, and the first thing that popped up was diligent. 
yeah. I feel like it goes back to being consistent and yeah. also being careful. And it goes back to intentions. Everything that we talked about. It does like, yeah. When I read it, it was like, you know, you just got to be careful and you don't have to be necessarily busy. Right. Right. And that goes back to marketing and figuring out social media and all this other stuff. Maybe that's not what you're supposed to do with your business. Maybe you're supposed to have a lab and you're supposed to be in here getting your shirts together or formulating or whatever that looks like for you. And maybe having a team that's working on social media. Right. But as you mentioned, it's an extension of you with your business. So you have to make sure that you put in all that you can within that business and whatever that looks like for you. And so when I read it, it was like, just be diligent in all the work that I have. I may not be able to get all my to-do list, but let me do as much as I can. Yes. Tomorrow, those are tomorrow's worries, right? Right. If I don't make it, I don't make it. At the end of the day, I can say, I gave today everything. And that's what fulfills me at times versus me looking at a to-do list and saying, dang, I didn't do everything. I just want to walk away from my day knowing that I feel I'm fulfilled. I did what I was supposed to do. I did everything I could do. Did I procrastinate? That's something I may have to talk to myself about. (laughs) But doing the best that I can and learning from those mistakes and just applying it the next day or maybe that next second, whatever that means. But it's just being diligent and just moving a certain way, being strategic, doing things with intentions and just being very careful. Because in the day, God gave us these gifts. So right. we have to be careful on how we use them, who we allow in our presence, you know, right. who we talk business with. You never know. People are out here. I don't want to go too deep into that. <laughs> but everybody don't wish you the best. That's right. just to shorten that. Everybody don't wish you the best. So it's just moving with intentions and just being very careful on how you move with your business. Yes, I agree with everything you said. Um, diligent is just, I think that's an important word. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I want to, I, you, you cut me off, I'll go too long. <laughs> it's time on me. I went to this, uh, maybe a seminar or something, a business seminar, and the guy said, whatever characteristics you have, uh, your business is going to take that off. Like, mm-hmm. if you're late all the time, it's going to spill over. Mm-hmm. If you whatever, whatever. And I said that to say, I don't think this is talked about a lot, but low key, uh, maybe not all the time, but more more often than not, if you're doing that due diligence in your business, it low key will make you a better person, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you you dot in them eyes. You, I mean, and then you want to have your integrity because mm-hmm. you're dealing with customers. That's right. You don't want to put a bad reputation out there. That's true. So it low key makes you a better person, mm-hmm. which I guess lends to his theory you know, your your qualities, your best things are going to come out, even your worst things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that diligence has really helped me out because it helps me to uh, tunnel vision and not worry about, okay, so-and-so got a clothing line, whatever. Do you. Mm-hmm. Do you, you know, you put in the 10,000 hours and you learned your craft and yes. doing it. You know, your shirt is quality or whatever. It's, it's a market. Everybody likes something. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's enough people out here to where you can be making money and not taking away from nobody. Mm-hmm. Hillfigure and Polo coexist in a world of fashion. They really do. And now Yeezy is coming up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. a Yeezy fan. Mm-hmm. Not as not as not as some of his latest stuff, but <laughs> but people wear it. Mm-hmm. I think it's real comfortable. Yes. You know and what I mean? Counts. So. It counts. So diligent, yeah, that's, that's, I like that, I like that. 
Well, that is it, friend. That's real. Did you enjoy yourself? I did, man. This is my first, got the first exclusive prep district interview, and I'm look transparent and all that stuff. Yes, yeah, you said, well, we're going to make it wrong. We, we, you, know, <laughs> we, we, you know, we off the script, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you have any last words for the people? Anything else that you feel like I may have missed? Uh, no, 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 no. I think people should stay tuned in because I know you. Uh, I'm excited to see where you're gonna go with it because you kill it. You know, you effortlessly. Thank you know what I'm saying? You. Interview people and you do your thing. I think you got the structure. Yes, only you know <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> My perception is like, hey, she is on it. This is motivating me to get my butt together all the way. So this can be true not only in front of the doors, but behind the doors. <laughs> well, we thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of Let's Good Podcast. If you're listening to this morning, noon, evening, or night, thank you. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for having me too. Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see and I can also respond back to you guys. Let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates. Thank you. Have a good one.